going to Tiwari's other claims. He claims that Bose cooperated or was forced to cooperate with the Islamist Muhammad Iqbal Shedai and took over his Azadin force and used his broadcasting agency. I quote from his article, Bose had to cooperate and compete with Shedai, take his help in settling up his own radio infrastructure, even staff, and retained even the name of Shedai's organization Azad Hindustan with a minor abridgment as Azad Hind. These pressures would further force Bose to demonstrate himself as being a fellow traveler of the Islamists. Bose is a fellow traveler of the Islamists, a path not new to him anyways. Tiwari not only does not provide any reference for these wild claims, he appears hopelessly confused about Shedai's battalion Azad Hindustan raised with the help of the Italians and the Indian Liberation Army which Bose raised with German assistance known as Indische Legion or Legion Freies Indians or the Legion Azad Hind. He also mixes up or deliberately obfuscates Shedai's Radio Himalaya with Bose's Azad Hind radio. Shedai had formed a government in exile known as Azadin government, which was a phantom entity for all purposes. The similarity of names Tiwari has used to portray Bose as beholden to Shedai's aims, as having taken over Shedai's radio establishment. Shankar Sharan also, in his vehement defense of Tiwari, repeats the same drivel, though in chaste Hindi. Now the facts. Shedai's Azad Hind government or Radio Himalaya or his battalion Azad Hindustan had absolutely nothing silch to do with Bose's Azad Hind radio and the Centrale Freies Indian or the Free India Centre which he established entirely with German assistance along the lines of their mutual agreements. Within three weeks of his arrival towards end April 1941, he already had the infrastructure and the vast South Asia network which the Germans had put at his disposal along with a detailed propaganda plan including target nations, the stations and frequencies of broadcast worked out directly with Rühle, the head of Rundfunksteller which is the German radio. Directions for which came straight from Joachim von Ribbentrop, the German foreign minister. Shedai's Radio Himalaya was established uh, around this time, about early 1941, but in Rome. He had no operations in Germany, so there is no question of Bose having taken over his infrastructure or name or staff or anything. So these are plain lies from Tiwari and company. What Bose did do was offer Shedai a position in Azadhin Radio because he hardly had anyone for the job. But it did not materialize precisely because of the obvious differences in their aims and orientation. ACN Nambiar was eventually called to take over the broadcasting ops. Radio Himalaya, it is said, was run so amateurishly, it never gained the professionalism and popularity and spread of Azazin radio and simply faded out of relevance. In fact, uh, during Bose's visit to Rome in May 1942, Bose met the Italian Foreign Minister Cagliazzo Ciano and Mussolini himself 
and during these meetings Bose explicitly requested to set up a free India center and Azad Hind broadcasting station in Rome, independent of Shaddai's activities. Shaddai was certainly a rabid British hater. His association was primarily with the Qadar party. But his leanings and motivations and activities were entirely Islamist. And the reason he was patronized by Rome was consistent with the larger Axis strategy, Germany, Japan and Italy, all of them, to create a wave of pan-Islamism and direct it against the imperial powers, primarily represented by the British-American Allied coalition. It was their stated policy since World War I, in fact. And Italy totally overdid it, holding itself out as the protector of Islam. Mussolini, in his trip to Tripoli, declared himself the sword of Islam, Al-Saif al-Islam. Tiwari and Shankar Sharan go on at length hyperventilating about these liaisons. But what does all this have to do with Subhash Bose? Tiwari mentions the Grand Mufti of Jerusalem, Al-Hajj Amin al-Husseini and the Fakir of Ipi or Waziristan. The association with Bose is made only because these two were among 600 guests invited to the Indian Independence Day celebration on January 16, 1943. So what? Aren't Muslim guests from diplomatic circles invited to formal gatherings? They were German state guests that time, just like Subhash Bose himself. There's no record of Bose ever having interacted with Husseini. Did Bose himself make an agreement with a single Muslim nation or the Palestinian movement? Bose had shared stage with scores of anti-colonial and anti-communist leaders at international conferences organized by the Germans as part of building a wide uh, front against the Allies known as anti-colonial international. They were exiled leaders from Central Asia, North Caucasus, Arab states, Baltic states, Maghreb, which is North African countries, from the Palga Ural region, Chechnya, Poland, Ukraine, Bulgaria, Romania, Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, Finland, South Africa, Iraq, also Russian Muslim rebels, Afghans, then Irish rebel leaders. Among them were the Arabs and Palestinians too. Bose never had any direct dealing with these. All of these nations had formed their own legions of independence fighters with German help. He names Palestine among 10 other nations in his speeches only in expressing general disgust at the British ploy of tabbing up land and creating conflict. He does not express support for any particular nation. He was basically referring to the mischief in the covenant of the League of Nations and all the conflicts born out of the Treaty of Versailles. In fact, he shows remarkable perspicacity in the following words. Britain has in other parts of her empire, for instance in Ireland and Palestine, used the religious issue in order to divide the people. She has been utilizing in India for that same purpose not only this issue but other imperial weapons like the imperial princes, depressed classes, etc. The kind of supporting arguments uh, Tiwari uses, Bose wore an Achkan suit in this function instead of a uniform or dhoti kurta, therefore he was appeasing Muslims. 
आई मीन कहाँ से धागा खींच के जोड़ा है वाई वुड ही बी इन अ डिप्लोमेटिक फंक्शन इन अ मिलिट्री यूनिफॉर्म हिज अटायर वुड बी मेन टू शो इंडियन आइडेंटिटी एंड धोती कुर्ता इज जस्ट नॉट अप्रोप्रिएट फॉर सच एन ओकेजन नॉट टू मैंशन द फ्रीजिंग टेम्परेचर इन दैट टाइम ऑफ द ईयर इन बर्लिन लाल बहादुर शास्त्री नहीं गए थे विदेश शेरवानी में और धोती से अगर हिंदू प्राइड दिखता तो आप जासों के लिए ना गांधी का झांसा ही ठीक है तिवारी क्लेम्स दैट इन बोस स्पीच द मेंशन ऑफ इंडियन मुस्लिम्स एंड हिंदूज यूनानिमसली रिजेक्टिंग द आइडिया ऑफ पाकिस्तान इज एड्रेस्ड स्पेसिफिकली टू अपीज पैन इस्लामिस्ट लीडर्स दैट्स क्रेजी हाउ वुड हिंदू मुस्लिम यूनिटी इन इंडिया प्लीज पैन इस्लामिस्ट इट गोज टोटली अगेंस्ट द रेम्स बोस वॉज फियर्सली अपोज टू पैन इस्लामिज्म ऑल थ्रू इन फैक्ट आफ्टर डिस्कवरिंग शेदाइज मोटिव बोस ओपनली अटैक्ट हिम रिपीटेडली इन हिज रेडियो ब्रॉडकास्ट फॉर हिज पैन इस्लामिस्ट क्लीनिंग्स एंड सपोर्ट टू द मुस्लिम लीग शेदाई एंड बोस वर बाई ऑल मीन्स राइवल्स इन गेटिंग द सपोर्ट ऑफ इटालियंस एंड द जर्मन्स फॉर देयर कॉज एंड बिकॉज ऑफ शेदाइज होल्ड इन द इटालियन एस्टेब्लिशमेंट and italy's overt support uh, to the islamists and also subhash bose's preference for the germans he could never build a cooperation with the italians and neither could shedai get the germans here leave alone cooperate they operated in completely different spheres in fact bose snatched the prerogative from shedai and rescued the cause of indian independence from being hijacked by shedai's islamist agenda how this happened we'll see presently the definite turn around in german policy to steer clear of islamist aims and concentrate on anti colonial movements is recorded in the german foreign office papers of november 1941 ab pehle aate hain battalion azad hindustan pe the italians first got onto the idea of forming foreign units uh, from captured POWs when their supreme army command approved the measure in November 1941 do please keep the dates in mind as i speak the first of these under the military regrouping center was established in may 1942 called centro a consisting of arabs iraqis syrians north africans and palestinians centro t consisting of rebel tunisians was formed on july 2nd 1942 and centro i the force raised from indian pows captured during the north african campaign was formed on july 15th 1942 thereafter the military regrouping center was reorganized in august 1942 following which battalion azad hindustan was created out of centro i when October 23, 1942. And when was Bose's Indian Legion created? April to May 1941. And Tiwari ji says Bose took over Shehzadi's Azad Hindustan Battalion. मतलब भयंकर गड़बड़े इनकी chronology में. Let us look at the timeline of the initial legion now. It began with uh, Bose's meeting with the German Foreign Minister Ribbentrop. in april 1941 where he had included the point in the agenda of raising an indian contingent with indian pows 
In April itself, he met cavalry officer Walter Harvish, who had already been training an Indian commando unit comprised of Indian civilian volunteers for ops in the northwest frontier of India. What those ops were, we'll see later. In this meeting, plans were finalized to build an infantry unit starting with Harvick's unit. This was the beginning of the initial legion. Though it would still take time to come in battle-ready shape. In May 1941, the first batch of Indian soldiers captured by Germans from the Battle of Tobruk, part of the North African campaign, were inducted into uh, this unit. A steady stream of POWs kept pouring in thereafter, especially after the Battle of Ghazala that ended in June 1942. Now, in the meanwhile, in November 1941, in a meeting attended by German and Italian representatives as well as Shirai, the Italians were made to agree on the following. Forming of Indian Legion will be carried out solely by Germany and to send all Indian POWs held by them to Germany. And not only that, in this meeting it was agreed by Italy that and I'm quoting from the minutes of the German Foreign Office. It would not be useful to encourage either with propaganda or politically the Pakistan movement, Muslim League and Jinnah, because the program of the Pakistan movement was only an additional factor in the artificial protraction of the disunity of India by the British. They also agreed for all political and propaganda purposes, India and Afghanistan will be treated as one and the carpet was pulled from under Shedai's feet. This is that turnaround in policy that I talked about and it was a direct result of Subhash Bose's firm and purposeful diplomacy. He was this farsighted about the Indian nation's actual destiny as a regional power and historical geographical sphere of influence. In this uh, first round Bose had been absent. Next day, he got a brief uh, from the Germans about the first day's proceedings and uh, thereafter appeared in the meeting on the second day. The joint declaration of Free India by the Axis powers was discussed in the second meeting and this was when the term Azad Hind was uh, formalized. Remember, Shedai's Azad Hindustan is still nowhere in the scene. It was also agreed that the Indian troops would not be part of the war front in Libya. Why? Because Bose did not want Indians to have anything to do with the Islamists cause. So the Germans not only agreed to set up the Indian Legion for Bose, they also got the Italians to agree to Bose's terms. All Indian POWs committed solely for Indian independence. The Germans also agreed not to use the Indian Legion on any other front to serve German war aims. But poor Shedai, he had clamoured for some time to be recognised as the sole representative of Indian independence abroad and the Italians had indulged him long enough. They were themselves reluctant to let go of all the Indian POWs, so they sent most POWs but held back a few. Centro I was formed from these men in July 1942, with Shedai as their leader. Meanwhile, in January 1942, the Germans had already made the formal announcement 
of the formation of the initial legion since they had begun training the POWs much earlier. The singular taking over was when the Indian soldiers uh, of Central I, which had Sikhs, Marathas, Rajputs, Punjabis, Kurkhas and Muslims refused to recognize Shedai as their leader and to obey the orders of the Italian officers. These men were then transported belatedly to Germany to be inducted in Indische Legion. After this, barely about 250 to 300 men remained who were then re-inducted into Battalion Azad Hindustan when it was formed in October 1942. But alas, even these men mutinied when they were ordered to uh, proceed to the Libyan front and Shedai refused to back down because uh, the Libyan front served the Islamist uh, aim. So just about a month later, in November 1942, Shedai's battalion Azad Hindustan was Feshwundan, disbanded. Now I can understand Pakistanis making pompous claims to exaggerate Shedai's stature. But what can possibly be the Virat Hindu's motive for propagating their hoax? Beats me. It would be perhaps pertinent to mention certain comments made during Bose's meeting, first and only with Hitler on May 26, 1942. Hitler outlined India's task in rather straightforward manner in a couple of points, saying Indians have to 1. eliminate British influence, 2. be wary of the Soviets, 3. try to come to an agreement with Japan in order to chalk out a strategy for the eastern frontier and lastly internal organization and reconstruction of India, maintaining unity at all costs, preventing the British from partitioning India and weakening it. Hitler was of course talking in the background of the cutting up of Germany after World War I, but it is apparent that the Germans were fully cognizant of British mischief. And Bose's reply to this, tell His Excellency that I have been in politics all my life and I don't need advice from any side. To his German associate, as quoted by historian Johannes H. Feucht, he remarked that Hitler is the German version of the Fakir of EP, with whom it is practically impossible to discuss any matter logically even for a few minutes. He also addressed his objection on the racist ideas in Mein Kampf directly to Hitler in this meeting, not edgeways but upfront as an agenda point. He had previously criticized Hitler and German racism openly and this had been brought to Hitler's notice before the meeting. The meeting was not really successful since Hitler was not at that time ready to commit to Bose's plans of opening a military front in South Asia. He did eventually, but uh, the meeting put Bose firmly on the course towards Far East. So Bose worked with a lot of people, directly or indirectly. But he did not harbor illusions about any of them, neither the Fakir of Ipi, nor Al Husseini, nor Muslims, and nor would he be pressured or forced to comply or compromise his aims with any of them, not even Hitler. <laughs>